Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Great time you're along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. His website is inspiration.health. It's Dr. Jesse Lopez. Doc, how are you? Good to see you. Hey, I'm doing pretty good, other than the fact that I'm just uh, pretty pretty upset. Uh, feel like a, a bat that's trapped in a bunch of soup in Wuhan. Well, you know, what's interesting is uh, you shouldn't be upset. And I'm going to start out by saying this. You you were one of the first people I brought on. I think I brought you on after Urso and maybe some others. But you were one of the first people that I brought on a couple of years ago. And we've been telling the truth on this show since day one. Now, I hope that everybody watches and listens to my show. They don't. Uh, and, and that's fine. They're busy. But had they from the beginning, they would have gotten the real scoop from you through me years ago. So you, I want you to feel a little vindicated. Do you feel a little vindicated? Boy, I really do. Because you and I have brought up separate pieces of data from way back to almost two years ago when you and I started talking and doing the show together. And what we have found is that those pieces of data have become cumulative enough where we're seeing things like the Cochrane study that showed when they put together all of the mask studies that definitively masks did not work. They did not stop the spread of COVID. End of story. Yet we suffered through all of these mandates. Our children suffered through their school years and got behind educationally for no good scientific foundation that was established when these things were put into place. It's uh, Dr. Jesse Lopez, inspiration.health. Let's go down the list of what we know either they lied about or did they just flat got wrong. As you said, masks don't work. The uh, molecules of COVID, smaller than the openings, the mesh in the masks, they didn't work. Even the N95 masks don't protect that well. Those masks, as you know, were made for construction sites. They were not necessarily medical masks. We also know that... Um, People under the age of 30 should never probably have ever even considered getting getting the shot. And now we actually find out probably nobody should have gotten this shot. But we were, we were lied to about natural immunity that you brought to the fore on this show two years ago. That natural immunity is as good, if not better, than any shot immunity. Even if the vaccine were perfect and it's not, um, natural immunity still plays a very strong role in that. We were lied to about that. We were lied to about putting people on ventilators. We were lied to about um, you, you can't get it or spread it if you get the shot. All of those things were untrue. And it's unraveling. I mean, Jesse, I saw a piece of video yesterday that made me say, I've got to get him on tomorrow. When Christopher Ray, the FBI director, says, we've been saying for two years that we strongly believe it's the Wuhan lab leak. Man, they're playing cover your ass big time, aren't they? Absolutely. Regarding that, Joe, there was a very distinct episode where you and I did a show together and we talked about 
the initial thought that it came from the Wuhan lab. And as a matter of fact, there were portions within the virus that some early scientists said could only be from a man-made origin. And then all of a sudden, they changed the whole tune and wanted to laugh at us and call us conspiracy theorists because there was no way it could have escaped from the lab and that this had to come from bat soup. Now, I know they say it was the wet market, but I'm calling it the bat soup theory because right. it's so absurd of what they tried to get us to believe. And now the whole narrative is unraveling, and we can go through a little bit of that if you would like, but yeah. about the different scientists that came out with concerns that it was leaked from a lab, and then literally three days later, with the influence of Fauci, are touting the fact that it could not have come from a lab and it had to come from bat soup. And let, we're supposed to accept that. Let, let me, well, first of all, the, the whole the penguin bat at the wet market thing, that was the conspiracy. The actual truth was being hidden. You and I now can say that definitively. But let's go through some of what we now know. Gain of function was financed by the NIH. It was financed by Fauci. He lied to the Senate. We know that masks don't work. We know that Fauci flip-flopped on masks. We know that um, you can still get it and still spread it if you get the shot. And billions of dollars have been made by Pfizer in collusion, I believe, and I'll say this, with the NIH, the FDA, and the CDC, uh, because there were royalties being paid to a lot of people who work in these uh, governmental organizations. So we know all of that. What do we do now? I mean, because, again, we're going to see several months now of people trying to save their jobs, save their reputations, and cover their rear ends because, again, either they knew they were lying, they were incompetent, or they were just uh, given bad information from somebody higher up the chain. What do we do now with the information that we have? We have to hold people 100% accountable. If you remember, we also spoke about the lack of medical integrity and science and research integrity and that many journals were fabricating data or they were skewing the data for their particular narrative. When we look at the Lancet Journal, for instance, they were one of the first ones and the only one that published this letter from all of these scientists about the fact that this was not of lab origin and we're going to dispel any conspiracy thoughts. And they didn't talk about anybody having any kind of conflict of interest until almost, get this, almost 19 months later, take that back, 16 months later, Lancet was forced to publish another letter in response to the fact that they did not disclose all of the conflict of interest. Because one of the authors on that original letter that said that it did not come from the lab was Peter Daszak of Echo Health Alliance, who wow. is the CEO. He was one of the authors of that particular letter. Well, it comes to find out that, of course, his company is the one that's receiving the NIH money. They're investing it into Wuhan for gain of research function. And you darn well want to bet that they did not want to have their little particular scheme before the entire world, basically, as far as what they had done. Not to also mention the fact that many of those scientists who changed their tune within three days of it being a lab origin versus a bat soup origin were given $9 million each. And I'm talking, for instance, Dr. Uh, Gary Robert, who's a researcher, he got $9 million for his little research grants from Fauci's NIH. So did another scientist. Another scientist, a physician, Dr. Farah, he also was given a little pearl. He was made the chief scientist for the World Health Organization after he signed off on this paper that the Wuhan lab uh, was not the cause of the virus, but that it was bat soup. So there was a lot of perks given out. Right. I believe it's fraud. They need to be held accountable and 
prosecuted accordingly, 100%. Well, people were being bought off. They were being bought off to say what we say, say, and that you get some money. Let me ask you this, and it's Dr. Jesse Lopez. Inspiration.health is his website. Go and check that out. Um, the question to me has, has always been the fact that we're paying hospitals extra, like 13000 extra for a COVID patient. Didn't that make them want to say everybody had COVID? Didn't that, I mean, honestly, we were diagnosing people who were in there for a broken leg and calling them a COVID patient if they had antibodies and then getting 13000 extra. It, doesn't that incentivize people to make things up? 100%. Money is what basically made all these people do what they do. I mean, the whole medical system is broken and needs to be fixed because these hospitals and physicians that work for these hospitals were incentivized to treat the patients only according to what the CDC and the NIH and the FDA said without looking outside the box. Because these hospitals were making big money every time they prescribed remdesivir, every time they put somebody on a ventilator, every time they made the diagnosis of COVID, they were given additional funds through the CARES Act. So why would they be interested in anything like ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine? Our system is broken. Our medical ethics is shot. And we need to reevaluate it and change it. And when you see guys like Dr. John Littell, who goes before a hospital board and tells the truth and gets escorted out by police, you know there's a problem. Hooray, yeah. and kudos to Dr. Littell. Well, I think there are a lot of people that, that should be probably sued and called on the carpet about what happened. Uh, it's Dr. Jesse Lopez. I appreciate the time and the access. When, when we're looking at places like New York, in New York State, Kathy Hochul, the governor, still says today she will not allow the rehiring of medical personnel that were fired for not getting the jab unless they get the jab. And her answer was so completely disconnected to what's happening even in today's news cycle she said, I don't want people looking for medical help to have to worry about if they're going to get COVID from the person treating them. Jesse, how disconnected is that? I, you know, I, I think it's really a warped ideology. I mean, I just recently did some testimony before the Kansas Health and Welfare Committee and two of the Democrats, Senator Holschler and Senator Petty, and I'm, I'm using them by name because I'm calling them out because they refuse to look at the data and they want to tow the ideology of their party instead of taking into account the importance of the, of the people of the state of Kansas and what's important in terms of health and welfare, in terms of each individual, as well as our civil liberties. And I have no idea why they want to stay in this narrative. They try to challenge my credentials and the credentials of my colleagues. They try to say, we're the same old characters who show up at the, uh, at the, at the uh, Capitol and are always talking about these different things and we're the only ones and other doctors don't believe or agree with what we're saying. And I say, well, where are they? Have them show up and debate us. Nobody wants to debate us. Nobody wants to uh, give us refutable evidence. And you know why? Because there is no refutable evidence. We've been bringing this up on your show for almost two years. They've been blindly leading us along by their blind and fake information. Even the six-foot distancing was wrong. That was made up. So we really have to press hard. We need to hold the NIH accountable, the FDA accountable, the CDC. People that perpetrated these things need to come before Congress. They need to be subpoenaed. And I'm telling you, Fauci needs to take the lead and be in a hot seat before some Senate committee or some uh, Congressional House committee. Well, I agree with you. Um, He's not going to be. The guy's 80 or 81 years old now, and people act like, well, he's done his whole career. How could you possibly? No, no. He lied to Rand Paul in front of the Senate. You know, Roger Stone, friend of mine, he was accused of lying in front of Congress, which he didn't do, and was charged with it. Other people have been charged with this, and nobody's going to be charging Fauci. Here's the guy that said, I am science. Come on. He had... Jesse, let me ask you your opinion on this, because you're, you're the medical expert. I'm not. I'm just a doofus. 
when Fauci says something so stupid as I am science, and and when that happens, you know the guy's not stupid. Let, let me give him credit for not being stupid. I don't know how great an epidemiologist he is, but we know that he screwed up so badly four years ago on HIV and AIDS. We know that he was wrong in almost everything he said and did when it had to do with HIV and AIDS. We know that there was testing on animals. There was testing on, on children. We know these things. Here's a guy, and here's what, where the opinion comes in. Do you think he's so incompetent and stupid that he got it all wrong, or do you think he got it wrong on purpose? I think he got it wrong on purpose. That is my opinion. I think he got it wrong on purpose to protect, number one, the financial aspect of the National Institute of Health and the whole research system that's associated with that, because it's all unduly influenced by the pharmaceutical industry. So the pharmaceutical industry influences those organizations, just like those organizations influence the pharmaceutical industry. And there has to be a major change in policy of how these organizations operate. And I hope that at some point these are able to be obtained legislatively, because the frustrating thing is that when you have data that begins to come out that's real, Nobody believes it because of guys like Fauci that aren't telling the truth. You referred to go that governor who still said that people, you know, um, needed to get vaccinated in the healthcare field. Well, I'm telling you, there's going to be a healthcare shortage because physicians and nurses are saying no. And those that had the basic vaccines are seeing the problems with the boosters and that they're not effective. And they're saying no. So what we need to do is have legislation that brings the CMS um, basically mandate that all healthcare personnel uh, have to be vaccinated. That has to end. We need our senators and our congressmen, if you're hearing me, please get that CMS mandate taken care of so that health workers aren't mandated to do this any longer. Let me ask you about something sports-wise. Um, I don't know if you follow tennis or not. Novak Djokovic, he's the number one tennis player on the planet. Not allowed to come to this country because he's unvaccinated or unjabbed. Although we've got 7 million people who have come across the southern border illegally in two years under Biden, not one of them was tested for a jab. Not one of them was asked if they got it or not. Not one of them was sent back because they didn't get it. So what do you, what do you make of this? Why can't we let the tennis guy in? Well, they should be letting him in. And I really applaud him for taking a stand and being control in a sovereign way of his own body. And if I can get any kind of message to anyone who's listening is be sovereign over your own body. If your employer says you have to be vaccinated, tell them no. If the school says you have to be vaccinated, say no and fight them legislatively and fight them in court. There are a lot of court battles going on around this country against these very kinds of things. It's really interesting how the Biden administration has drawn the red line at the wrong place. Yeah. They need to draw the red line at the southern border and allow people to come in here legally without any kind of vaccine mandate because right. we know it's not effective in preventing spread and it's not effective in preventing you from catching it. So it's absolutely asinine. Well, it is asinine. Let me ask you this because I think that it's an important question. We know that this is not really a vaccine. We know that these are not perfect in any means uh, by any way. These do not stop you from getting it or spreading it like you just said. But how about, how about those that are perfect vaccines? Those that prevent you from getting something like polio or uh, rubella or whatever. Are those, I mean, is it okay in your mind to, to mandate those before you can go to a public school um, because it does in fact work? Or would you be against that too? Well, I'm not really a fan of mandating anything. Yeah. I think each person needs to make their own health care choice. I think that those are a whole different type of vaccine. And right. if a patient came to me and asked about them, I would encourage them to do an MMR at the appropriate time. The problem is, is that we have 
um, a tremendous amount of vaccines that are placed in these children all at once. And I believe that that adversely affects the immune system. You can do a revised immunization schedule, and there are pediatricians that support this. Right. You can say, I want a revised schedule so my children's not getting them so early and they're not getting all of these all at once that overwhelms the immune system because it's a different theory. It's a different thought. And I agree with that theory or thought. But those immunizations are sterilizing immunizations. They actually prevent it from happening, yes. right? Unlike the mRNA gene therapy that does not prevent it. And it here's the problem with it. And this is probably going to be some uh, fodder for our next topics of discussion. Now there's proposals to inoculate the poultry and to inoculate the beef with these mRNA vaccines. Stop it. No, and no, if no. we do not stand, this stuff's going to be in our food. I've never heard of that before. Boy, I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. We, I'm glad that you have informed us about it. It's Dr. Jesse Lopez. Yeah, Inspiration.health is the website, inspiration.health. Dr. Jesse Lopez, can you think of any, any valid reason why any member of the government would ever get a royalty on sales of a vaccine? You know what? If I got a royalty like the federal government got from Moderna, which is about $400 million, I believe, or $40 million, and I was basically influencing my patients to take that shot, to get that royalty. Do you know what I would be wearing on my wrist, Joe? Pretty cufflinks. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be taken away, that's for sure. But, but I mean, Fauci admitted it. Even when he was lying to Rand Paul about, about uh, the, the gain of function, he admitted there were royalties, but he didn't have the numbers in front of him as to how much people were getting. Right. Why, why would a dime go from a private company that's trying to make billions off of a vaccine that doesn't work? Why would they have the right or the ability to pay somebody off, basically? It's a bribe. How is it not a it bribe? Is. Absolutely. It's total inappropriate influence. And basically, I believe that that's a violation of medical ethics. Yeah. If you are telling somebody to take or do something and you're getting paid as a result, as a kickback from a um, insurance company or from a pharmaceutical company, then that is unethical medically. I mean, Joe, they did away with giving physician textbooks or pins or little pads of paper with a pharmaceutical company's name on it because of medical ethics, right. because they didn't want the physician to be unduly influenced. Yet you can get a royalty from a vaccine company that you're telling everybody in the country should take. It's truly sick. For that? It's truly sick. Jesse, we burned through 17 minutes. We got to run here. I appreciate you coming on in short notice today, getting us updated on everything that's unfolding that actually proves that what you've been saying this entire time is true. I appreciate you. Let's do it again very soon because there's a lot of things unfolding in this category, okay? My pleasure. Glad to do it. Look forward to doing it again. Appreciate you, brother. We'll, we'll talk Don't to you soon. Don't bat soup. Yeah, do not. We're back after this. Stay here. Joe Pags. We always appreciate Dr. Jesse Lopez coming on. And again, let me just say it again. And, and I'm going to, you know, pat our own praises a little bit. We've tried to bring you the truth since the beginning of this pandemic, even though we knew that we were not getting the whole truth from the government nor from uh, from the pharmaceutical companies, for sure. Jesse has been getting it done right the entire time. I'm glad to bring him back on anytime we possibly can to keep you updated on the very latest on COVID. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Go to JoePags.com. 
Click on contact if you want to send me an email. We're back after this. This is the Joe Pegg Show.